Hi there, listener. Do you know what the largest living thing in the world is? How about the fastest? If you answered a fungus, you get two gold stars. I'm Jen Pirelli, mayor of Fungi Town, a bi-weekly podcast about mushrooms, molds, rusts, and other fungi. I might even discuss a little smut. Join me and we'll explore the answers to questions like, which mushroom has pink tentacles? What fungus causes flies to commit suicide? And which mushroom is shaped like a, <clears throat> well, they don't call it phallus impudicus for nothing. You can find Fungi Town at fungitown.org, on your favorite social media app at Fungi Town Pod, or search for Fungi Town in your favorite podcatcher and come on down to Fungi Town. Really excited to bring this to you. Bethany Waya is my guest today. I'm Larry Fort. This is my podcast, Limited Perspective. What? Who's Larry Fort? Okay, I'm an artist, a guitar guy, and another dude with a podcast. Check me out on Etsy, Big Cartel, and Apple Music. I have just had the most inspired chat with the brilliant composer, singer, songwriter, Bethany Waya. Bethany was one of the first performers. I met when I decided to peep my head out from under the rock from which I was hiding uh, seven years ago and participate in an open mic. The overall themes here are creators must create, love yourself, listen to your higher self, and make art. Listen up, people. I, I brought my guitar just in case, but um, I really just want to chill out and like watch some local talent. Okay. Um, but I definitely am going to come tonight. Okay, cool. Awesome. Happy to have you. Okay, we're recording. What have you been up to, Bethany? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, really, just working in Atlanta area, Duluth, um, writing songs. The first time I've played in a year was last night. Out. Really? Yeah, because yeah, I've seen on social media you're doing, you're putting videos out there. I do put up videos, um, mm. but I just haven't played in front of a crowd in a while. But yeah, just recording. Um, and I need to record again, record some new songs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've just been enjoying just watching everybody else do their thing, mm-hmm. and I, I'm kind of slow at what I'm doing right now. But I'm happy with my pace. Well, yeah, that's a that's there's something significant about going at a like you keep moving, but you go slow. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it means you're actually getting. Some people go too fast and spin their wheels. I'm yes. that person. Burnout. Yeah. 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 I either mm-hmm. burn out or I create. Garbage, you know. Yeah, create garbage, man. Well, you know, <laughs> I don't. Not entirely, not entirely, but uh, like uh, uh, like the other your song "Weather." I was just listening to, and that is like some solid guitar picking. Yeah. And voice, and it's, and you, it's, it's a, I can tell it was done in a professional studio, like it's. Actually, it wasn't. I did it in my room on my iPad. Yeah. Really? Well, Uh it sounds beautiful. That's crazy. It really sounds beautiful. I was meticulous. Yeah. And my mixing and everything. And even someone had commented and said, you're really getting better at mixing here and mastering it. So you you have, like, GarageBand on your iPad? GarageBand. That's what I did it through. That's freaking amazing. Thank you. It's beautiful. And a good song. Thank you. I first met you, like... Maybe seven years ago, I think. Yeah. Uh, it was my yeah. first open mic. You did used to play. I've gotten so used to you hosting now. I mm. forgot that you actually played on yeah. stage. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we were in that same time frame. We were both playing on... Yeah, that was mm. a long time ago when I first lived in Athens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I... That's my conflict with uh, hosting, which was a thrill to host because it it doesn't pay much, but it's a paying gig, and you don't get... As you may know, 
a lot of paying gigs no. mm-hmm. as a musician. So. In fact, I think people try to run from it. Like, they try to use your talents but not pay you for it. Right. And that's a problem that I, I mean, we can get into that in a mm-hmm. bit, but we'll, we'll go from there. But um, that's, that's congratulations because, um, yeah, people want you to do for them, usually as an artist, but mm-hmm. they don't want to do back for you. Yeah. Just a little something mm-hmm. would be nice because they, mm-hmm. they rely on people. This will be good for your exposure. You know, I hate those words. I know, and it, the, but the thing is, it's they're even they're harder because it's half true. You know, it is half true. And if you're young and energetic, and it doesn't matter to you anyway, then you'll do it. But once you have done, you start to feel taken advantage of. That's why I stopped playing yeah. out. That's yeah. why I've I got actually started getting depressed playing open mics because I was like, what is this doing for me? Because mm-hmm. I understand the need to practice and get used to being in front of people, and I got past that point. Mm-hmm. So to me, I was not gaining anything anymore, so I stopped to mm-hmm. figure out what I needed to do. And what I actually needed to do was learn how to record myself, and that's what yeah. I did in the time frame. Yeah, you definitely have done that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that's why I'm, I guess that's why I'm back out mm-hmm. um, playing again, because I feel like now there's something to be gained. Eventually, when I put together some kind of package to sell people or give mm-hmm. to people yeah. on stage, but that's coming. I'm working on those things. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that because I remember you gave me a CD. I know it was I was hosting a, at the new location of Hendershots, and I listened to that CD at work on a regular basis. Really? For a while, yeah. And I don't know what's become of it, but I remember thinking of it as like. My, my sort of it was like a routine soundtrack in my wow. day. Man. Yeah, and it was like, and then I had at some point I had to go. Oh wait, oh I actually know who that person is. It's not like a, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not famous. Yeah, it's like this, but this <laughs> was yet. like stuff that was. I was like, you know, it, it doesn't happen all the time. It's not everybody's CD. You're like, oh, I want to listen again, or you know. That's crazy because yeah. that was that was old time, man. Old time music. Um, I remember the one night I played at Hinder Shots. I don't know if you're there, and I messed up so bad on stage. Do you remember that? I was. I, I, so many. You're not the only one, so that's why I don't remember that. If it. I what, messed what, up the what, first song. What was song. it like? Well, well um, you know, we get the two songs, and then I played Monday Morning. Everyone liked it, and then I went to go play this song I wrote called "The Real You," mm-hmm. and I've only ever played it once out in public because there's a breakdown that's very difficult for me to play. Mm-hmm. And that one time I played it, it was good, but I never played it again. So I decided to take my chances, mm-hmm. and I. Mess can I curse on here or no cursing? Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I fucked it up so bad <laughs> that my fingers couldn't do what I needed them to do. Uh, it was so bad that I stopped mm-hmm. and I looked, and there was a big crowd that night. Uh, there was a huge, and there's not usually and it's a, a generous crowd, crowd usually. Right? Yes. And I fucked up so bad, and I said, you know what? No. I said, let me do a different song. Uh-huh. So they were like, okay, cool. And then I played Second Glance, my mm-hmm. song Second Glance. Okay. I, people loved it so much. They bum-rushed me for the eight CDs that I brought that wow. night, and I gave them out. Mm-hmm. And one girl's like, you're going to be famous. Uh-huh. And I've never forgot that moment. That was seven years ago. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm getting there. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm getting there. I remember the words people say, mm-hmm. things like that. But, um, yeah, it, you know, you can mess up so bad, but as long as you just get some confidence, don't sucker into that. You, don't be like, man, I suck. Yeah, no, yeah. Be, that, get the I, confidence. You can't do that. I know, because, I mean, that's, I mean, I was, uh, I had played live with friends in my 20s doing our thing. I had mm-hmm. a certain different type of confidence then. 
Yeah. And so this was like sort of a new thing. I was in my late 40s when I came back. I can did my first one at Hendershots. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot. There were a year or two of agonizing <laughs> before I freaking left the house and attempted to do that. Wow, again. yeah. You know, it was like, and, uh, you know, it occurred to me that it's called open mic because, you know, everyone's just trying stuff out. There's not unrealistic expectations. That's right. But back to what you were saying about screwing up, even though that you should understand all that, you end up on stage, you know you knew it, you played it what, mm-hmm. before, and I sometimes you, you when, when you're screwing up, you screw up even worse because you're so ashamed of screwing up. Yep. You're like, it just, you fuck up because you're fucking up. Yep, you know? yep, and you're down on yourself a lot. <laughs> but I will say this, for anyone doing an open mic, mm-hmm. it takes a lot to get on stage in front of people. And yep. I respect people automatically when they get on stage. Exactly. It is not easy. That is the, that, it's a whole new skill to learn. Mm-hmm. Just stand there on stage. Yeah. You know? Take that criticism. You know, because honestly, people are nice and everything. Mm -hmm. But if you're in the audience, you are critiquing what the person's doing still. You know, Mm -hmm. you're comparing it to someone. Yeah, especially if you're another performer. You know, that's another thing I've definitely had to deal with. And I think I prepared myself partly for it. But it's like uh, you have to manage your uh, jealousy if someone's brilliant, you know, and you have to exercise generosity if someone is like you know just starting out and they're yeah. not so good you know yeah. but you're tr- true you're critical as as another artist you yeah. can be critical but you also know what they're going through so yeah generally that people are, are sympathetic but yeah you're right you, you, it's nothing they're not they might be being nice but they're still paying attention and you're trying to make a good that's that's interesting I, I don't know watching people I don't really I'm so zoned into what I'm about to do mm-hmm. whether that person's what you would consider good or not, or like didn't make a mistake or flawless, or mm-hmm. I don't care because I'm going to do something that's only me. That's yeah. That's so true. I never compare myself to anyone else. Uh, I'm just like they were good, or that person just needs some practice. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there are times when people got on stage. I was like, mm, this is not the place for you. Like yeah. I don't know if you <laughs> should be on stage. There was one guy singing about a monkey before. Yeah, I'll never <laughs> forget him. He's making monkey sounds and singing about a monkey at Hinder Shots. Oh my God, I think that was the last time I went there actually. Mm-hmm. I won't talk about myself too much, but I think I'm wondering if I should stop doing it because stop hosting so I can just work on my own songs, you know, because I don't get to play as much, you know, as I might like to. But sometimes I come here and just play for an hour, Uh and and I was like, oh, good, you're not, you know, I remember, you know, because I feel like I got rusty. I wrote songs and then forgot how to. Ooh. Sing them, you know. It's yeah. like I have to get back and just at there, least from the songs. There's a time for everything. So mm-hmm. if you feel like you are kind of done exploring the hosting thing and you need mm-hmm. to get back to yourself again, just yeah. do it. I mean, th- th- you should. Yeah, thank you. Then I probably should consider that. Hey, did, listen. Where, uh, let me. Oh, let me back up. Where were you? Were you born and raised in? Boca Raton, Florida? No. Well, I was raised in, in Boca Raton okay. um, for a while, like five, six years. Okay. But I was born in Virginia, okay. Norfolk. Yeah. Uh, okay. I've never been back to Virginia. Uh, okay. But yeah, I grew up in Florida, Florida. mostly. Mm-hmm. And and then you made your way to Athens right away, or did you? you know? I went to Columbus, Georgia, uh-huh. and then from Columbus, I was just 
going to open mics mm-hmm. to Atlanta, just mm-hmm. testing it out. Mm-hmm. I was really brave back then. I mean, I'm still brave, but shit, mm-hmm. I was going from Columbus to Atlanta just to go to open mic. I met this guy there who had a little music label called Music Guru, mm-hmm. and he liked what he saw, and he said, I want to think about signing you to my label and stuff. And I'm like, oh, all right, we'll, we'll check it out. So I agreed on that and then moved to Athens for the label. Uh-huh. And went to the house where I met the engineer, JP. I didn't even tell JP about this podcast. But um, (laughs) he's been a lifelong friend. He's an awesome engineer. And we worked on some music together. But then the manager of that label left to Uh Texas. Mm -hmm. So the label didn't really go anywhere. But we did a lot of songs together, me and JP. Uh And, like, still to this day, we're still friends. JP lives in Athens and everything. But that's that's what got me to Athens is the label. Awesome. I made a, I heard a song. Uh, you, know, you would just tell me things that I don't ask to, because I may be throwing too many questions out at once. Because I I ended I found a uh, Reverb Nation page. Oh boy, yeah. And it says you're. It was uh, Colorado at the time. Were you yeah. living in Colorado? I've lived in Colorado. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Reverb Nation. That page. I need to go back to that page. I have yeah. some old songs on there that I haven't been keeping up with. I don't keep up with the page at all. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not social media savvy that way, but it, don't worry, it's coming. But, um, yeah, so I lived in Colorado. I went. To, I was in Athens, and I moved back to Florida. Then I moved to Colorado. Okay. Then I moved back to Florida. Now I'm back in Athens. <laughs> it's been wild. Why it is wild. So were you getting into music at, uh, at what age? Oh, um, I mean, ever since I was little, I've always been into making a song like mm-hmm. since like seven years old I'd okay. see a piano I would just make a song out of okay. something okay. Um, and then I got a keyboard when I was a teenager and then I uh, got my first guitar at 18 yeah. so okay yeah I'm old now you're oh I don't you don't have to say how old you are yeah you're young I mean I'm still young you're I mean young. but no no it's <laughs> people get older <laughs> yeah but yeah that um so you you had no doubts from a younger age that That's you were right. going to do music. No doubts. No, no I, doubts. I've always been a, a composer at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, the lyrics didn't start really coming till I was thirteen. Um, mm-hmm. I always just made music. Mm-hmm. On, okay. On the keyboard and stuff like that. That because that uh, let's see that that song endlessly. Yeah. Like that could have you could have like not sang on that and it would have been awesome. <laughs> you know the the composition was started out so beautiful. It you did. know. So that that explains where that came from. You've been doing that for even longer. I'm naturally a composer. Like, mm-hmm. and it's and endlessly. I almost didn't even add the beginning part. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What? This is who I am. I'm, I'm yeah, a composer. Yeah. I need to leave that." Mm-hmm. You know? Oh yeah. Because I mean, like a lot. Well, I'm not like entertainment world savvy, but I know I'm pretty sure a lot of people hire somebody to do the intro part you know mm-hmm. they go to a studio and then they hire professionals to do the intro music oh it, i think don't they? i don't know to make it sound polished Maybe they do. and I you're doing that you know you're doing that on your own yeah you know in your basement with your ipad <laughs> <laughs> in my room in a corner in my room it takes a lot of focus i mean nothing else can be happening i just put on my headphones and just i i mean four hours will pass by uh-huh. you know uh-huh. all day man my first composition I did on my iPad. Um, professional, the first professional one I did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, when I first got the iPad, I learned how to engineer through GarageBand. Uh-huh, and yeah, yeah. 
it's called Stargaze, but I think it has to be remastered, but it is on my SoundCloud. Okay. Yeah, that took me, like, 14 hours to do. Amazing. Yeah, but it, it turned out well, if you yeah, listen yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, so you, you got to put the time in to make it nice, and that's one of my own personal criticisms. Is like, I have a, I don't, I do my thing, but I don't put the time in to make it perfect, make it good, you know. And I'm not, you know, I'm a, I have musician friends that will, you know, help me out for free, and we go to a studio space, and they can make my thing sound good. Yeah, but I need to commit to it, ask him to do it, and also feel obliged to kind of pay a little bit, of, you know, regardless. Yeah. So I need, but I need to, what that requires, though, is patience and diligence, perseverance on my own, you know. You have to be meticulous. Yeah. And I'm naturally just like that meticulous, uh-huh. but to learn that, it can be painstaking. Mm-hmm. But it's worth it in the end. The end product is can be beautiful. It's totally worth it. I know it is because I see results. And if I do it, if I do it on occasion, then I'm like, oh, that's good because you, yeah. yeah like I have, I've fooled on GarageBand. When it's with other music or canned music, and I have spent time because I love that program. I'm recording us some GarageBand right it's now. It's not you bad. Know, it's it's freaking awesome, you mm-hmm. know. And it's, so I've spent hours like. I love the way that you know what this does and that you know and so oh which reminds me will I be able to get some of your music uh, that I could just sort of out to put the outro at the end of this oh um is there a way to get I don't th- I didn't I, bring uh, any USB um, okay well I may, I maybe it can get I don't know we'll we'll work that out. Yeah, I don't know how you're gonna do that. Shit. Yeah, well, we don't have to. Wait, yeah, it's just uh, it's if there was something readily downloadable, I would do it. But if not, we'll, I'll do. I'll direct people to your SoundCloud. That's right? fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, you're talking about GarageBand. Um, GarageBand's great for recording, mm-hmm. and then like you think it's great for first starting out learning how to engineer. But it really can go beyond that. You can mm-hmm. make a professional sounding song yeah, from yeah. GarageBand. All you just need is an iPad Pro mm-hmm. or an iPad, a mic, an interface, mm-hmm. and you're good. Like you okay. can make a song a very professional. That's what I have. Ah, the interface. See, that's something that I have to, I think, understand a little better. Because I, what is the significance of an interface? Okay, so with an interface, you plug in your cord um, to your mic and so you have your mic set up you can plug in your guitar into the interface the interface actually plugs into your iPad or your Mac you know and that's how it happens that's where the magic comes from so it's plugged into your to your iPad your Mac and it's plugged into your instrument you got your your um, mic plugged in as well and you record that way so when you record in the program that's how it gets done do they end up on two different tracks, or it, does it just help? Uh, no, you just go to... So if you have your guitar plugged in, you would go to an, the actual guitar track to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what you do on that. If you want sounds from the program you're in, you don't need the interface. The interface is just for you to record your voice your voice into, put your mic into. Um, like right now, we're using this this Bluebird. Was it? It's the uh, Blue Yeti. Blue Yeti, but you've got it plugged into your um, Mac right there completely, right. so you don't even need an interface. Right. So 
you might not even need an interface. You can plug in your mic into your your Mac. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's really what you want. I mean, what you want to do. Um, but the interface helps because it has so many slots. You can plug headphones into. You can plug okay. um, your, a mic into. Um, I believe there's another port, but I forget what it's for. Okay. But you just have to do some basic research to okay. look it up. Because I well, I had an impression that it also made that it improved the sound somehow or. I believe so. I don't yeah. know for sure. Okay. That's what I use, though. I mean, mm. things are coming out well okay. with it, and I I've had it, it for, like, three years now. That is awesome. I bought a, uh, an H, a Zoom H5. I don't know what that is. Well, it's a it's a little recording device, and I there's a I saw that I, it could also be used as an interface, so I, did, I tried it out, but... Uh, but it's like it would be like one of the uh, a small recorder, but it's basically a four track recorder. Ooh. So they use it like the sound guy in a, in a film will clip it on and hold the mic out here, but it'll all be recorded and, and it's only as big. But it's basically got it's got two jacks here and ultimately two jacks up here. Um, but it has to have a plug. I mean, for music mm-hmm. recording, it has to have the the lightning plug that comes out of it into the to the Mac. It's oh, a yeah, lightning cord. A, yeah, there's... So you have one of those. Yeah, it's got, like, so many options. It's like, it does do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. could actually use that then. Mm-hmm. I mean... Which I might. I th- it's just, it's such a uh, complicated little thing that I think I, I need time to... This is simple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this well, like this is... super so, simple. That's what I would like yeah. to see the device you have. Um, yeah. It sounds like an interface. But yeah, yeah. This yeah. is really simple. I think you can still get good quality with just the mic plugged into the Mac. No, it's, um, yeah, yeah. This I, I've like, I like bought this. I looked it up, bought this. It was cheap and it worked. And I was just like, oh, good. I can do. You know, can you're do not the now. first I've seen with this. Yeah, yeah. It, it's good quality. Oh, if you look at like different YouTube people, you will see this microphone yeah. almost everywhere. <laughs> it's nice to look at too. Yeah, it's a pretty. I like it because it's got an old fashioned. It does. Feeling to it, like an old-fashioned design. Is know? that on the? Is that being caught in the? Mm-hmm. In the camera, can people um, see that? Yes, the uh, the microphone is in the foreground. Um, That's cool. Uh, is there a background to endlessly, or did that just come out of you uh, spontaneously, or? Endlessly, man, that was a long time ago when I wrote that one. Okay. Um, I don't remember the mindset I had for that. At all, right now. I can tell you about weather, because it's more fresh on my mind. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. Um, Well, what happened with weather was, I was going through this transitional period in my life, and I didn't know where I was going to. I just knew that I needed a change, Mm -hmm. and that it was coming somehow. So I believed in the process, like I believed in the universe making a way kind of thing. Yeah. So like one day I was just chilling at home, and it was raining outside, and I was just looking at the rain. It was really pretty. And I got this feeling to write, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to write. So I just went to go get my guitar, but I didn't stay in my room. I went to where I got the feeling. So I came back out into the kitchen because it has a sliding glass door, facing the rain, put a chair there, sat there, and just started kind of just playing some songs. And then I came across this rift, and I just started singing some of the lyrics. I was like, all right, here it is. So Mm -hmm. I put on my phone recorder and just started recording it and just wrote about you know, how weather is like, there's going to be some really bad times for all of us. And 
I'm speaking to someone in it as an experienced person mm-hmm. and I'm talking to someone who's going through some shit. Yeah. And I'm like the person, look, I've been through it. So you can talk to me about it, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know, and that's what I wrote it about. So I'm trying to take someone under my wing and they can do that to the next person kind of thing. But to, you know, to the weather lets up now, you know, and the weather will let up. You just have to be patient mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. just, uh, yeah. Goes back to uh, perseverance. I guess this this records for fifteen minutes at a time, so I'm starting it over again. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That was like the thing. I almost just got knocked out of my hypnosis. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's what weather's about. It's about um, being there for someone who needs guidance. Um, yeah, and so. That's what, that's, you know, it's interesting because like the energies you feel, they're there for a reason. Mm -hmm. And if you ignore it, like say I could have ignored what I felt in that moment. Yeah. Weather would have never gotten written, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but I listen and because I listen, like I get in touch with the subconscious or the consciousness in the air or what is, whatever's happening. So I tap into it. Okay. Yes. You're talking about, um, the creative process, but you're also talking about, um, uh, awareness. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, I remember times where I was right in the moment and responded correctly to what yes. feelings were mm-hmm. and got their desired results. And then there's other times, like what you just described, where I just ignored it. Or did, Sometimes it's uncomfortable and you don't, <laughs> you know, you don't want to uh, address it, I think. Sometimes you get the feeling there at the at a time where it's inopportune, so it's like, yeah. But listen, I've had that feeling at midnight, like, or mm-hmm. at 2 a.m. I woke up one time, and I wrote this song, um, Light Up the World, and it's actually not on my SoundCloud, and I don't know why I have it put on my SoundCloud. Put I need it to put it there. <laughs> yes. I don't know what, what the hell. Every time I think about it, I forget, <laughs> like, the next minute. But um, I, I woke up, and I was actually getting sick. Like, I had this problem with my throat. Mm-hmm. But I woke up at 2 a.m., and I had this song in my head, and I was like, what the hell? This is a good song. Like, mm-hmm. I dreamt it, uh-huh. and then it was in there, yeah. but I was so sick. I was like, I can't even sing. Like, my voice wasn't even working. So I got my keyboard out, put it on the bed, got my phone out, and hummed it as best, best I could, the melody, uh-huh. then recorded the melody on the keyboard, wrote a few lyrics down. The next day, I wrote the song, uh-huh. and it's called Light Up the World. And I will have to now go and put on yeah. my soundcloud so people can hear it. But I, I was way out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But I responded correctly to the moment, and now I have this song. Yeah, um, you. That's true. You, you just described something like, like maybe somebody else would have been like, not now. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm going yeah. back to sleep. And it's weird because yeah. it's like not now. Like you're talking to something that's waking you up. Because yeah. it almost is so. It's so spiritual and it feels so real. Like something is actually mm-hmm. picking you up out of your sleep and being like, you need to do this right now. Right. Right. And, yeah. and it's the weirdest feeling. And I think only people who've been through it can really understand what I'm saying. And I hope if you haven't been through it, you can go through it because it's a beautiful experience. But yeah, it's like you're talking to some kind of otherworldly thing. Yeah, you know, or it's or it uh, it's you, but it's just your higher self. Your higher self. To, yeah, yeah. yeah. To go, hey, that this is something we want to so cool. do right now, you know, or something. Yeah, <laughs> your higher self. That's got to be what it is. It's like the God inside of you yeah, is waking yeah. you up. Um, and those moments typically make some of the most memorable songs for me. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it, this one was called that's not this light not, up the world. Light of the world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's I want to hear that. Yeah, man. It, it's like you give, you smile on, light up the world. You have what it takes. Whoa, whoa. And I live just to know I can make it to you. With something I say. So I, it was actually mm-hmm. about. A person. I had a person in my head. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go through that. That's yeah. a little personal. Details, please. No, no way. <laughs> there was somebody personal. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes when I write, I think of an actual person to mm-hmm. help me write sure. it. No, I can. Yeah. And then other times, I don't think of anyone. Mm-hmm. It just seems like it comes out of nowhere. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'll put that up when when we. Yeah, um, share it. I want. I definitely want to hear that. Yeah. 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 What I, you maybe think of something else, and then I forgot my other uh, question. But uh, oh yeah, I was gonna talk about my si- songwriting style. It's like I, I love. I like to listen to people who write sensitive songs. Yeah. I love the sensitive songs. But if I try, I don't, I can't, I haven't written, I can't stand by a sensitive song if I'm writing it. I'm not, I'm literally not mature enough to, I think, to handle that emotion if it's my original material. It's really? like, that's why, I don't know, if you, if you listen to my original songs, they kind of have to be wacky they might have some depth, you know. You avoid tr- sensitivity in song. I uh, yeah, like, but it's not that I'm not aware or I don't appreciate sensitivity. And if I'm playing a song written by someone else that's sensitive, mm-hmm. I can get into it. Yeah. But if I have to take responsibility for it being my material, I don't. I can't, I haven't you, been able to do that yet. You it's clown like, out. You become yeah. a clown. Yeah, like I if I can make if I can make it into a a, a joke or something so abstract mm-hmm. that it's not half even half recognizable, then I might do it. Right. So that's my own. I think that's a window into my own personal journey. That I that's so I appreciate people like you who are like, like yeah yeah I'll go you know, I'll go deep. I'll oh yeah talk about you know. Oh, yeah. Emotions, you know. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I let it, I'm an open book, man. I just I just let it hit me, and yeah, I write yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah, that's you know that's that's good. That's that's you know that's that's how, that's where your artist yeah comes out. Yeah, yeah. What is so you are recording something now that may be coming out? Is that um recording? Back, I haven't recorded a song on GarageBand in months because I've been so. Busy with my life, mm-hmm. as far as jobs and as far as school. Oh, and I've been just—it just—I mm-hmm. I didn't have the time for creativity, and I wasn't going to force it. Yeah, yeah. But um, now I'm kind of coming back to a point where I'm settling back down again. Mm-hmm. So I haven't recorded anything. I'm not working on anything right now. But um, if I go to record something right now, I don't know. It'll probably be a simpler song that I've written. Like, I just mm-hmm. wrote a song called Fool, mm-hmm. and I played it last night at the Eddie Owens Presents. Uh-huh. Awesome. And um, a lot of people like the song. They're okay, received um, well. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, so I'll, that'll most likely be the next song I record. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I, nothing right now. Uh, there's a time, like I said, for everything, so yeah, the time is coming. Yeah, 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 you're totally going to be into um, it. So... So that leads me to another question. Uh, describe your, you know, how you balance working jobs and going to school. I don't. Okay, but you you don't balance it. No, no, Just no. Just one thing because at a time. Yeah. No, at the school, <laughs> I had to actually, I was going, and mm-hmm. then funding kind of fell through. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't 
work a full-time job and go to this school right. because the school I had five classes and one of the classes gave me 40 plus hours of homework a week. Mm. There was no fucking way. There was I, I there was no way for music, there's no way for job. Oh my god. I said, I'm going to have to come back when mm. I can afford to be here and not be running around like a chicken without my head. Yeah, that's, that is insane. Yeah. And it took completely took all the attention away from writing music. Mm-hmm. And that's dangerous because music is what has saved my life. Mm-hmm. Music, writing, being able to express myself that way yeah. will always save my mm-hmm. life. And if I can't do that, that is suck. That thing is sucking the soul mm-hmm. out of me. Even though... I was going to school to get a certification mm-hmm. in graphic design to better my yeah. life. But I'm like, hell, you know, am I going to lose myself in the process? So yeah. I had to cut back. I, had right. to, I hear you. But listen, you, uh, I mean, there's, there's, there's so much pressure in society that you should get, get some, uh, Degree, certification, certification so that you can get a job. And that's actually very sensible advice. Maybe I should have taken a little bit of when I was younger, but, but also, the, the artist has to do what the artist does. So, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, are you going to deplete all your funds and your time so that you can be a graphic designer and that it's not actually exactly what you want to do anyway? <laughs> right. My friend actually said that I was crazy mm-hmm. in this time for period. Which, for doing which? Um, while I was going to this school. And mind mm-hmm. you, I was still looking for a place. I was coming out of Athens, and I needed mm-hmm. to find a place in Atlanta. So uh, I was traveling from Athens to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Every day, I just, there was, she said I was a different person, like I was a crazy person. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, shit, I didn't even realize mm-hmm. it. So it really, you really have to, to look and see what you need to do mm-hmm. and not do it based on what other people think. Exactly. I was disappointed in myself because I wanted to go yeah. right away. Because when I want to do something, I do it. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. wait for anybody's permission. But I was like, <laughs> fuck, like, I can't do this right now. I have to to pull back. And mm-hmm. ever since I've pulled back, I've been so happy. Mm-hmm. I've been so happy. Um, I, you know, I've played a show last night. I've just playing again. You know, I'm probably going to write a new song this week. I mm-hmm. It's probably going to happen. Yeah, you yeah. know? So, you know, it doesn't, it really doesn't matter what people think. And I know people say that as a cliche, but seriously, it doesn't because you can destroy yourself caring so much what people think about Mm -hmm. you. And life is so much better when you just be yourself, when you're just Mm -hmm. who you are. Absolutely. People love you for it. Yeah, it's exactly that. You just said everything. It's a, um. Life is way more important than what somebody else thinks about you. Yeah. And they actually think about themselves way more than they think about you. Yeah, yeah. And what, you know, it's like, but it's, but you can be consumed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you are worried or you're trying to decide what someone may have thought, you know. You can, you can you get can, consumed. Yeah. It's think, become, shit, that's not a good place to be in when, when you're thinking, what is this yeah. person thinking about me? Right. Or what? And maybe they thought that, but they're not thinking it uh, 24 hours a day. No. You know, they might have thought it for like a minute or a split second, you know, yeah. and then they moved on. Yeah. And then if, if they matter to you, then it'll get resolved. If they don't matter, then they'll gonna, whoever it is will float off into the... Right. If it's meant to be, the, if, yeah. if it's meant to be that uh, <laughs> you need to know this person, then it, cool. If it's not, yeah. then fuck it. Like, just focus on yourself. And once I did that, I came mm-hmm. back to myself. Right, right. And on. really, nothing else matters. Shit, mm-hmm. I could get in a fight with someone tonight, a friend or something, mm-hmm. and we get in an argument or something. I'm like, well, 
I hope we can move past this. I forgive mm-hmm. you. If you don't forgive me, mm-hmm. what if? You know, right, just right. keep it moving. <laughs> you, when yeah. you start loving yourself, you don't let any more negativity control mm-hmm. your life. You yeah. are happy with what you have. That's right. There's so much bullshit that can access young, vulnerable minds. Yeah. You um, know, and if they haven't got the tools to go, wait, you know, this made me feel weird, so I'm going to back off and analyze it before I dive in, you know. I think people are way too judgmental, and mm-hmm. it stops younger minds or, or eccentric people from mm-hmm. being themselves. Yeah. People are just way too mean. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's people that are de- are developing into f- beautiful jewels and yes. flowers, and if they get up there, um, if that... If that's somehow knocked out, then that might not happen. Yeah. They could go the other way. I mean, I could, you know, I, I uh, could see people, you know, it's all it takes is a little bump. And uh, you turn like a somebody at a vulnerable point in their life, but they, you yeah. know, they can go the other way. They could have offered so much. And then they become miserable fucks because they didn't yeah. live their dream. Right, right, right. Then they become the next darkness in the cycle next doing dark, that yeah. to someone else. Oh, right, right, yeah. <laughs> That, we need variety. The world yeah. needs variety. The world needs variety. And, that, that, and it is, you know. You have to learn how to break cycles. You have to work yeah. the cycle. Because yeah, you yeah, can. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't have to continue what's been done to you. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah and, yeah, and when you break that cycle, man, you, you offer mm-hmm. in love into your life. Mm-hmm. You know? And and some people really don't think they deserve it or something. Like, they continue yeah. in hate, you know? Um, or they feel like if they make themselves vulnerable... They they, 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 might regret it again. They uh, might regret. Yeah, or it's, or they, I feel like letting, letting, uh, letting love in makes you vulnerable to the other things that hurt you before. It actually makes you stronger. Yeah, but it ultimately makes you stronger. Yeah, it's you nurtures, can, yeah, it nurtures you. Yeah, nurtures you. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it yeah, can't, yeah. it doesn't hurt you. But I guess people come from, well, someone I, I love who's supposed to love me has hurt me. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to let love back in. Mm-hmm. No, you have to know what is love and what is abuse. Right, 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 right. You know, when you start recognizing what love is, which is unconditional, someone who gives to you and doesn't want anything back. They just want right. to see you do well. Mm-hmm. Let that love in. Come on. Yeah, that's not a bad it, love. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> stop being afraid of that. <laughs> right, right, right. That can't hurt right. you. Let it happen. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I do shitty selfies. Nah, I mean, <laughs> who really takes a good pick? Mm-mm. Nobody. I mean, celebrities, they get it touched up. I mean, yeah. and they can do several picks for hours just mm-hmm. doing all kinds of stupid shit. <laughs> Some of these Instagram people, it's amazing. Like, I'm almost like, Offended by uh, beautiful faces and 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 beautiful landscape and breathtaking landscapes, you know, it's like st- stop it. How do you do that? Don't you believe know? the hype. Don't yeah, believe that. exactly. Like these people, they it's also live regular lives and right. They 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 took a hundred shots before they got that good one. Right, Don't believe right. the hype. Yeah, but, you know, there's a photographer following them everywhere, and they got like maybe five filters on it. So <laughs> yeah. whatever. So when did you leave for... I didn't even know you left Athens, actually. I know. I'm so secretive. People don't know when I do stuff. Yeah. That's why some friends um, contact me, and they're like, where do you live now, Bethany? (laughs) I'm like, I'm in Atlanta now. (laughs) Um, When when did I leave Athens? I left Athens, like, in June... In July. No, 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 no. In August. Oh. Was it in August? Like... No, no, no. It was in July. It was in July. No, no, no. It was actually, like... Two months ago. 
Okay, so yeah, okay, just about two months ago. Oh, then I guess I'm not too far behind the no. curve. No, you got me. You got me early. Yeah, I've never actually done a podcast before. It's my no. first podcast. Oh. It's kind of fun. This is a, as an opportunity to get to know who someone really is. Yeah, you know? and uh, the, the the downside is that freaking there's millions of podcasts. <laughs> Everyone's by the time I caught on, there's already a thousand. You know. But I, I'm into it. I'm. I'm. I, this is. It's a fun thing. To, it's good for me because mm-hmm. also, like, uh, I am awkward in a, not always, but it's like in a casual situation. Really? Right? Are you I, awkward? <laughs> do you, Do I seem awkward? No. Oh, okay. Not right now, but maybe. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes I feel awkward in just like having long conversations that might matter. Yeah. But in the format of setting it up for a show, like as if we're doing something, it seems easier for me. that It's like a, it's a project. Yeah. That it, that it. It's more structured that yeah, way. Yeah, I think, yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you're not good with just improvising, are you? Yeah, I don't know. I am, I'm like, I was speaking. I think of, you are, I mean, you're I'm a host. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually good at, I'm like, I've tried <laughs> I'm trying to ease into comedy as in my hosting, mm-hmm. but I'm also very against any open mic host that becomes like a ham and takes takes the stage. Takes the stage because oh, it's really yeah, they, not about the host. Yeah, no, it isn't. Really not about the host. It, you know, it's like a. And trust me, the audience catches on to that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, they notice. They, I mean, people I'm notice in the audience, and I'm like, "What is he doing? Stop doing that!" That's very frustrating. Yeah. Like so, you oh, okay? So you've seen other people host, and, and you've yeah, seen them and I've act seen that way. What I think is the bad, the wrong way. So I really don't want to. So okay, so um, describe what the what a host at an open mic should not do. <laughs> well, I think you said it. I mean, taking over the stage mm-hmm. and uh, you know making it about them. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think I've seen really a rude host or anything. No. You know. Um, lately, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't seen anything like that. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Mm-hmm. You know, being a, a conceited jackass. I mean, like, <laughs> like no, let's, let's not. <laughs> yeah, don't do I, that. I, I saw a guy. And this was in. This was in. Uh, uh, it was like uh, New York. My brother was playing a, an open mic in the nineties. This was in. It was like probably in the lower Manhattan, New York City. Mm-hmm. And the host, and you can imagine there are a million people waiting to play. You know, it's New York City. This host was very showy, show-offy, doing his own thing. Yuck. It was terrible. Like, one guy came and had a style that was reminiscent of Bob Dylan. And and this was before the, really before the internet was taken off. And But Bob Dylan was also doing a special on some MTV or something and this guy like rushed to the TV and set up the thing and turned on Bob Dylan at the same time while this guy was performing hmm (laughs) and that never it's like what is it like to have been inside that guy's mind I don't I don't want to know yeah (laughs) it's like why that's lame that's so that's what a loser does. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I no. wonder where he is right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, I think he's not. If he's listening to this podcast, man, yeah. that was lame. 
Yeah, yeah. Hey, you hey know guy. who you are. I didn't like it. <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> Not like that, sir. But I said all that for a gag, and he said, I, and he said, yeah, pretty good gag, right? And I was like, oh, no. That's so annoying. Yeah. People like that. But 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 no. I mean, even if a host is is like that. I don't care. It's mm-hmm. like, do your 15 minutes of fame, man, you as still, long as I get my slot and I yeah, play. That's right, that's right. If you're quick, and like you said, if you're simple, they'll actually remember that more than you goofing off and, mm-hmm. and talking about yourself for, for 20 minutes and just, <laughs> yeah. you know, then they'll be like, oh, geez, yeah. it's a long way to like, get somebody else. But people like a sharp host, mm-hmm. you know. Um, that says a lot more about you. That, that can get you more places than yeah. talking about yourself, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think you've done a pretty decent job from the last times I've been in the Hinder Shots, which is months, months ago. Yeah. A long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I wish? Oh, tell me about how you practice your, your picking style, because that, you know, that's something that's obviously you spend a lot of time on. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, there's no mystery to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just finger pick and just the natural way I do things. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really have it down to a science grab the guitar and just just play <laughs> i don't know yeah. like it just happens the way it happens mm-hmm. um i should have had a guitar in here yeah yeah <laughs> mine's in my car i should have brought it in yeah that would have been dope i could have mm-hmm. played a song or something um well that's fine we'll, we'll do that next time mm-hmm. but but that's i mean i don't have i can't go really into detail of how i'm doing it it's just mm-hmm. what i do when i start playing i think yeah i think you you're beyond the practice stage, and it's just natural to you, and you don't. Yeah, I don't look at the chords. No, actually, now if I'm on stage and I'm looking at the chords, I will mess up. Mm-hmm. It's best if I don't look at what I'm doing. It, mm-hmm. It's so weird now. I, I just can't unless I play something like the real you, where I go into the breakdown. But I haven't played that mm-hmm. monster, and that's the one that fucked me up on stage uh, years ago. Um, do you, do you, do you, have you? Uh, so have you? Have you played it? Lately, like, no, the really, you, I haven't even no, I haven't even practiced no, it. You really like? Oh, you really haven't? No, I, I, that's a really old song. I have to dig up some old songs mm-hmm. and and try it again. But um, no, I haven't played that even in my room. Mm-hmm. But these are good songs, and I need to play them and practice them. What are you gonna do? Um, so what's uh, starting from here? What's your what? What are you gonna do next? What are you gonna do? Okay, so I made a Spotify account, so okay. I'm going to be uploading music to Spotify. Okay. Um, I just have it. My friend who actually wants to manage me, uh-huh. um, she was like, we need to upload the music. Mm-hmm. You know, why not now? You know, but I want to get distribution with uh, DistroKid. So what is that? DistroKid. Okay. I don't know about that. Is it a, a um, record label or a... I don't... It's not a record label. Um, I don't want to speak on it right now because I don't have okay. all the information on it. But um, you have to go through a distributor to be to sign up for Spotify. Mm-hmm. Well, I signed up. Uh-huh. I can put music on there. But to get paid, you have to have a distributor. Oh, oh. It might be kind of like uh, CD Baby. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, just like okay. CD Baby. Okay. Um, but you can keep. All your profits if you go through DistroKid. Mm, mm-hmm. um, so I'm doing that, and like I got catching up to do because mm-hmm. I may have like the talent to write songs and stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm behind as far as like merchandising. God as far, damn it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> as far as just simply uploading my songs mm-hmm. to Spotify. So that's what's next. Mm-hmm. Getting on that ball and getting it rolling. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm pretty excited for it. Okay. I'm pretty happy for the future. 
That is you know? cool. That yeah. is awesome. Well, keep me uh, posted because I don't know when this is going to come out. Mm-hmm. But I'm like usually it, if I rush, it'll take a week and then I'll put stuff out. But then I can have links to your. I'd certainly put your SoundCloud link on there. But yeah. if there's more, if there's more, send it to me and I'll put the link. Yeah, yeah. We, I'll send you the the SoundCloud and Instagram. Yeah, okay. I'll do that. Cool. All right. Oh, thank you so much, Bethany. Hell Bethany yeah. Waya, ladies and gentlemen. Bethany and Waya. 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 Okay, sorry. There you go. I s- so, Bethany, why did you change from Davis to Waya? Um, because I've always seen myself as a lone wolf. Mm-hmm. And I figured I didn't, I wanted my own name, my own identity. Uh-huh. So I just looked around and saw, you know, what languages mean wolf? Like, what's the best one? Uh-huh. In Cherokee, it's Waya. So it sounded the best ah. to me. So I just chose that one. All right. Yeah. Should I say Waya? Waya. Waya. Yeah. Okay, awesome. I like that. That's beautiful. Thank you. I say I pronounce everyone's it's, name wrong, and you, you know, okay. It's okay because Wyo. people ask me how mm-hmm. I should pronounce it. Mm-hmm. You know how they should pronounce it. It's okay. I just tell them Bethany Wyo. Oh yeah. There you go. Perfect. Wyo. I uh. <laughs> What's happening now is I'm remembering having uh, mispronounced other people's names. And- uh huh. Did you do that to someone coming on stage for open mic? Yeah, you wow. know, some guy was. No, I stay. Jaman, and I said Jaman. He corrected me.